We're talking about the will of God for my life and for your life. Ephesians chapter number 5, verse 17. Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Ephesians chapter number 6. Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all things. Save the lost, edify the saved. In Jesus' precious holy name, amen. Verse number 11, Ephesians 6. Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against power, against the rulers of darkness in the world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having, having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your lawns girded about with the truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness. Now, we're talking about the will of God for your life and for my life. It is God's will that you take the word of God and you put the whole armor of God upon yourself. Now, may I say I preach a full, whole gospel. I preach a full, whole Word of God from cover to cover. I don't understand everything there is in this book. But I'll tell you one thing. I believe it, and I'm not ashamed, and I'm not a coward to preach it. Now, I may be a coward when it comes to some things. I may be a downright scaredy cat. But when it comes to the Word of God, and in the power of God and the moving of the Spirit, I am not afraid to preach this book. There is no doctrine in this book that frightens me. There are many doctrines, and I respect them all, and I honor them as what they are. And I'll be the first to admit that I don't understand everything I should understand. But I am not afraid of the Word of God. It is the one complete, perfect thing that I can hold in my hands, that I can feast my eyes upon, and I can feed my soul upon. It is the only perfect thing that I possess. But it says here, and have it on the breastplate of righteousness. Now, the breastplate has to do with the protection protection of the vital organs of the body. Now, I think you admit probably one of the most important organs that you have uh, is your heart. Would you not agree? If there's something wrong with your heart, then there's something wrong with your whole body. Uh, if you have problems with the heart, you're going to have problems with the whole body. This is the little organ that God has given that pumps the blood throughout your body through your circulatory system. And that circulatory system takes oxygen uh, and takes food. It also takes the defenses of the body. And it uh, takes it, circulates it through the body and brings it back to the lungs it's purified 
and to other portions of the body, and then it's pumped right back again. And if that doesn't work right, well, then there's problems. So I think if you were a military man, especially in the day of swords and spears and darts, that you'd want that portion of your body protected now, would you not? Well, now your lungs are there, and I think you would say that it's important for you to breathe. You just can't live without oxygen, can you? You've got so many minutes until your brain dead. You've got so many minutes to, until all portions of your body, all functions of, of your body shut down if you go without oxygen. And also they serve as a filtration system. Now I thank you also, there's other portions of the body there that's protected by this breastplate for it came down not only just to cover the area of lungs and heart, but it also came down as far as to cover uh, the stomach and, and different portions of the body down the lower extremity. And so I think you would say that this is an important point. Not only that, but the breastplate would have also been connected to a portion on the back side that would have protected your back. Well, now, you know you can uh, just as easily pierce the heart from the back as you can from the front. And you can also pierce the lungs from the back just as easily as from the front. In some cases, it might be easier. So not only did it cover the front, but it also covered the back. And as I said in the days of spears and swords and darts, well, this was a real asset. Might I say that even today, it's a real asset. For so the body functions as the heart functions. And now I leave the physical heart to the spiritual center portion of man. If that center spiritual portion we call the heart, which is not the physical heart, but the spiritual heart, this portion of man deems what man will do. It is the guidance point for man. If this guidance point has not been cleansed and made anew through the washing of the Word of God through salvation, if that hard heart has not been removed and the new fleshy soft heart installed, then the body will travel in the directions of the old heart. But if the new heart has been installed by the miracle of the new birth, then the body will travel as this heart is fed uh, with the Word of God in the will of God in the direction of God for your life and for my life. It is vital that this heart, this new heart, be protected and kept alive and kept functioning, that we might do the will of God that God directs us to do. And the only way that you can feed this spiritual heart 
is through spiritual things. Now, the main spiritual food that you have is the Word of God. If you want to keep that heart pumping out fresh goodness and fresh good direction from the Word of God, then you've got to feed that heart from the Word of God. Now, also this breastplate or covering protects the filtration system and it protects and gives life oxygen unto the spiritual heart. And again, this must come from the Word of God. And this is the primary interpretation. But my, let me add just a couple of things. The way you can also feed the spiritual man, the spiritual heart, and put on the breastplate of righteousness is by finding a good local church and going there, listening to the pastor, listening to the Sunday school teacher. Uh, you can feed the spiritual heart by being with fellow believers and observing the things of God. This is important that this new heart might function properly. You might turn your Bibles, turn to Ephesians 5, 17, then Ephesians chapter number 6. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. We're talking about the will of God for your life and for my life. Dear Heavenly Father, save the lost, edify the saved. In Jesus' precious holy name. Amen. Might I take this opportunity, if you don't know the Lord Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, there's one that came from glory. He was born of the Virgin. He was all God and all man at the same time. He walked upon the face of the earth and he never sinned any way, shape, or form. They took him and crucified him on a cross. He shed the very blood of God and died there. They placed him in a tomb that was not his own. On the third day, he arose from the dead, walked and talked with his disciples. Then he ascended on high. He sits at the right hand of the Father right this very moment. One day shortly, he's going to call his children home to be with him. Now this is the gospel this is the story about the Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God. If you'll believe on Him, if you'll trust in Him, if you'll ask Him to save you, God will save you. Would you not do that right now? I felt the need to say that because we've been dealing for quite a while now with saved individuals. But I sure hope there's some individuals that you don't know the Lord now. I hope you're listening. I hope you will come to know the Lord. He's a truly a great Savior. Ephesians chapter number 6, talking about the will of God for your life and my life. Verse number 11. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, 
against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore with your lawns girded about with truth, and have it on the breastplate of righteousness. Verse number 15. And your feet shod uh, with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Now, your feet are an important part of your anatomy. Now, if your feet hurt, you don't feel like walking very far. You sure as well don't feel like running a hundred yard dash. To be honest with you, it just makes your whole body hurt now, doesn't it? Now, you know today with good shoes, and uh, we have automobiles and trucks and airplanes and ships and all type of um, carriers to carry men onto the, the shore and such as that all-terrain type vehicles, you name it, we've got it to, to travel by. Horses, camels, we've got it. Whatever you want to talk about, we've got uh, some type of, uh, of something to move us about with, to give us motion. Well, back in the days of Paul, they had chariots and they had horses. Now, the chariots, of course, you stood up in, you didn't sit down. The horses, of course, you sat upon them. But everybody didn't have a horse and everybody didn't have a chariot. The majority of your soldiers had one way of travel and that was upon their feet. Now you take example, if they were in battle, and somehow know their feet were injured and they couldn't walk. Well, they just had a real problem on their hands because they'd be left behind. You know, we as Americans, we do our dead level best uh, to take our injured with us. We try to take even our dead with us if possible. Uh, we don't leave people behind intentionally. And, uh, but that day and time, if, if you were a soldier and you were in battle and something happened to your feet, then, then you had a problem. You were going to be won by yourself before long. Now, does this make the picture a little bit uh, more clear to you? about how important your feet are, especially as a soldier in the battle, in the, uh, in the army of God. If you're crippled, if you're limp, if you have a problem with your feet, you're just not going to be able to go forward even in a, in a spiritual sense. If you've got something that's hindering your life as far as sin, and it's a limp to your spiritual walk. You have to drag that foot behind you. 
Now, I'm not making fun and don't think I am of a person that's handicapped. I, my heart goes out to them. I know what pain is. But I'm saying that this individual, a spiritual sense, when they have a problem with their feet, as far as concerning the gospel, as far as concerning the word of God in their life, and all concerning sin in their life, it's a bad limp. They drag that along behind them. And they can't get away from it any way, shape, or form. Many a man and many a woman's testimony has been utterly destroyed. And their ability to witness to others to a saving knowledge of Christ has been utterly destroyed by being lame upon their feet. But it says here to, to be shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. If you've got a strong footing in the Word of God, if you've got sandals made out of the Word of God, if you've got combat boots made out of the Word of God, you're going to be in good shape. You know, it's an interesting study if you study the footwear that the soldiers wore. Uh, they even had a type of footwear that was a part of their armament or part of their weaponry. You know, you've seen these uh, things you can buy as you mow your yard, you can aerate your yard with spikes and so on. And I know you that played golf have had golf shoes with the spikes and you that played sports have had spikes. Well, they had a special sandals made and they had spikes in those things. And what they would do when the enemy would fall, uh, they'd just walk over top of him. And those spikes, all the damage they could do, they would do with those spikes as they stomped and kicked and walked over individuals. If you'll take the Word of God and break it down into words and into study of words and study of things in the Word of God, it'll make the Word of God very interesting to you. We're talking about the will of God for my life and for your life. Ephesians 5, 17. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Ephesians chapter number 6, verse number 11. Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand in the evil day. And having done all, to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girded about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel. Dear Heavenly Father, save the lost, edify the saved, in Jesus' precious holy name. Amen. Above all, taking the shield of faith, where you, have, you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Now, 
Shield was vital in that day. Now, you remember that Goliath had a shield bearer. You've heard of a buckler. You've heard of different words used for a shield in the Word of God. And if you were real good, if you had someone before you that was real good, uh, you could aim your spear and you could aim your darts and you could throw them while someone else was throwing at you. And if they happened to be open, you could throw that dart or throw that spear. And that person with that shield uh, could take it at the right angle and hit that dart and knock it away, hit that spear and knock it away. And so it is, not only in the physical sense, but in the spiritual sense. Uh, if you know the Word of God, if the Word of God has given you faith, and might I say that is the only way that you'll ever receive faith is from the Word of God. And whenever this trial comes, and whenever this temptation comes, and whenever this heartache comes, and whenever this joyful occasion comes, whatever it may be, you can take the Word of God and the faith that God has given through the Word of God, and you can deflect whatever dart Satan may throw at you. Sometimes the darts are something that's real bad. And sometimes them darts can be a blessing that's real good. But you turn it into something that is not good. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, if you receive something, the Lord blesses you. Well, you take that thing and use it for God's glory. That's something great. But if it becomes a matter of pride uh, and a matter of prestige, uh, then the gift was good, but what accompanies the gift is that fiery dart was not good. But through faith from the Word of God, uh, you can diffuse these darts. You can deflect these spears and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Now, the helmet of salvation. Now, you have to have a brain to think. Might I say that you'll never be saved if you first of all do not hear the Word of God, then the Word of God comes to the mind and the Word of God comes to the heart. This mind has to be protected. Now, the helmet of salvation. Salvation, of course, comes whenever you trust upon the Lord Jesus Christ. But also, you need to protect the brain. Now, if there's some injury happens to the brain or some disease or if you have a stroke or an aneurysm or something, then you know a portion of the brain can be destroyed. And whatever portion of that brain that it controls uh, will be lost. Memory has been lost. Functions of the body has been lost. Things that you once could do have been lost. And I'm sure if you're like me, you're getting older. Uh, you just don't remember everything like you used to did. You forget things that you used to have no problem in remembering. Maybe it's just that we try to do too much. Maybe that's what it is. But the brain needs to be protected. The mind needs to be protected. Not only did this helmet uh, cover the brain area itself, 
but it also would have come down over the face. It would have protected eyes. Now, if you can't see, you can't be much of a soldier, can you? Uh, I'm sure there's some blind people that have taken different things and, and they have uh, studied different defenses and that, and they're, they're good at what they do. But if you're out there in the middle of the field somewhere in the desert or whatever fighting a battle, you need your sight to where you could see where the enemy was or where those darts or spears were coming from. Uh, it also would have covered the mouth area. Now, it's important uh, for the mouth, uh, it's important for you to, to speak communications unto other when you're in battle. It's also important for you to take nourishment and take water. If your mouth's all busted up and you can't eat and drink in that damn time, they didn't have intravenous uh, feeding or anything like that, intravenous. Uh, you just starve to death. And if your nose was all crushed, uh, they would also have covered the nose area. Then you have problem breathing. Now it's hard to run or it's hard to march if you have to breathe uh, through your nose, uh, through your mouth, because you can't breathe through your nose. So you see the protection also would have covered the ears. A man has to hear to, to be a good soldier. He has to hear the commands that come down from the leaders. He has to hear the command that comes from his squadron leader or so on, platoon or whatever. And so it was uh, that it is a spiritual sense. We must have the mind to accept and hear the word of God. We must have the ears to have the ability to hear, to take that signal and translate to the mind, to the heart. We must have eyes to see that we can see and read the Word of God. We must uh, have a mouth to speak, and we must have a mouth to tell others about the Lord Jesus Christ. And we must have a nose to, to breathe in the good things that God has given us. So these things are all important. And it says also to the sword. Now the Word of God is a two-edged sword. There is no doubt about that. It'll cut you, it'll cut anybody else. It cuts going in, it cuts coming out. But there is a bomb in Gilead that can heal any wound that you might have. And the Word of God heals with a clean wound. Praying always with all prayers and supplications in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all preservance and supplication for all saints. And the Apostle Paul ends up this group of saying, And for me the uttermost may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mysteries of the gospel. We're talking about the will of God for my life and for your life. 